Sometimes you gotta go back to actually move forward. I don't mean all the way back to dental school. Let's face it, that was an awful experience. But when it's all said and done, you still have questions. That's what Paul and Justin are here for. To answer your questions as your dental business mentors. This is Dr. Paul Atchison. I'm joined by Dr. Justin Bullard. What's up, Justin? What up, brother? Yo, we are going to talk about smooth, very smooth topic today. Justin, what do you think about the top three mother marketing modalities that you use in your own practice that give you the best bang for your buck? Go ahead, Justin. <laughs> I love it. That's <laughs> How deep, are we going to take that? That's deep. I feel like my voice is getting deeper. Like, I'm becoming more of a man. There you go. Yeah. There you go, man. I'm like hitting second puberty. While your, your beard's coming in and stuff, it's good, man. Look I know. Well, now hair comes out of my ears and, <laughs> and my nose and like dad style now. So we're talking about marketing, new patients. What are we going to do? Help us. First of all, I think it's always important to stop and take a look at what other people are doing in your area. Any good marketing company should do this. You should do this. Whoever. Somebody should do this. It's called a competitive analysis. It doesn't take long. And that's, that's super important. So the first thing is you definitely want a good web presence, a good website, right? You don't want to be driving any traffic from any sites anywhere back to a aged kind of plain Jane website that's not very engaging, doesn't have video or content that's going to keep people on uh, a little longer on your homepage or your About Us page, for example. So a fresh website, that's step one. Step two is I think you should look at if direct mail is not something that's completely saturated in your area, which I totally believe it is after eight years of like testing different direct mail campaigns in a variety of different areas where offices have been, I tell you that some areas it just does not work. Like it's totally useless because people get like eight or nine or 10 of these at the same frequency in their mailboxes in some of these saturated communities. And how do they differentiate between you and someone else? You can do whatever you want. Cut the card different. You can make it bigger, taller, shinier, thicker. You can make it talk to them. You know, if it doesn't clean their house, they're just going to throw it away. So oh, I, hate the, I hate it when I get ones that don't clean my house. <laughs> but then, then direct mail works very well in other areas. So I think direct mail is still very relevant. It's interesting. We got clients in Florida. They're doing direct mail in a lot of these communities in Florida. It's It does great. Tennessee, in Washington state, there's been some examples of that. Like, I mean, there's probably numerous in every state, right? And don't just rely on those. But I'm just telling you from my experience of talking to folks who have been using campaigns, it just kills in some places. So direct mail is not dead. It still works. And then... The third, I would say, is your pay-per-click campaigns and doing Google AdWords. It depends on the cost and where you are. That may not be economical for you, and it may not be super relevant. And there's all kinds of other stuff like, oh, competitors clicking on stuff to make you waste money. I mean, people do this, you know, trying to model your campaigns or whatever. Those things are going to happen. But at the end of the day, the pay-per-click campaign, in my mind, is fairly basic. And you drive that back to a landing page that's specific to or your website that has a separate hidden page, perhaps. It's showing content for that particular marketing modality. So there's there's that. And then you, I think what's really underrated, but also not done very well by most people is creating a brand around social media in your community. And I think some people just do it really well. And those are the people that are all in. I think it's one of those things that people try and then give up on. But those that have stayed consistent for three, four or five years, just getting out there and doing fun things. They've built huge followings in their community or their city, and that definitely helps them uh, grow their business. So those would be my top four. I feel like it was, that might've been five. five? Maybe it's five. 
Maybe six. Maybe six. There you go. You (laughs) underpromised. You overdelivered again. You did it. You know, like when I think about this stuff, like like Facebook. You mentioned the social. Check out Nelson Ridge Family Dental, and then roll back like two or three years, and I think we were doing it well, and then we just quit. And the thing was, is we were doing we were doing well enough where it was like I was like, ah, we don't really need more new patients. Like we're we're seeing enough new patients where it wasn't that big of a deal for me. So I was like, ah, screw it. We don't need to put so much time into this. Even though I kind of wish somebody on my team was was still doing that. And now that we're talking about it, I think I'm actually going to ask her why she doesn't do it anymore. But that's neither, neither here nor there. Well, my big thing is the website. This is the easiest thing to polish and make it perfect and make it look fresh and good and inviting and give an image of your brand that you're high tech or you're high touch, like you're very personable. It's like if every time you met a person, you had a holographic you to walk up and say, hello, hey, I, hey my name's Paul, it's just a nice to meet you, and just nail the presentation every freaking time. So that is your website. Like You should have a nice-looking website. It ain't that hard to do. Get some nice videos. Get some nice photography in your practice. This is not easy. This is not hard stuff. If you don't have a practice that looks good and you don't want to take pictures of it, you need to make a nicer-looking practice. I just I think that means something. Google reputation is just getting the Google reviews and... You don't just like go out and ask for them, and you can, but I, I think for the most part, if you're going to get Google reviews, you're just using some sort of software that automates it for you. But you're providing a good experience that the patients are happy to like share with their friends, and, and they feel excited enough to go on and leave you five-star reviews, because I think that is huge. And if anyone wants to type in new Lennox dentist, you will see how we are doing on Google reviews. And like, if you do that, and you look at my practice versus the people in my area, why the hell wouldn't you choose my practice? We've got so many more and so many better ones than everybody else. So we're rated higher with more reviews. So that just draws your traffic to your website, which then your website looks great, draws traffic to your phones. And then it's so it's like, that's my biggest two. Pay-per-click, that's where we're all in. We're all in on pay-per-click. We don't do direct mail anymore. Same thing. We did the big cards. We did the... We made the, the coupons and stuff like that. And I just thought the juice wasn't worth the squeeze with that. I've kind of, I haven't done a direct mail in probably four years now. As far as like, what is another thing that you didn't mention that I think is super critical? And, and this is one that I see with my coaching clients that they just, they kind of don't want to like, they don't want to do this, but it's so big and it's so easy is just staying open late. And I know that's not a marketing modality, but damn, is that easy to market? is just staying open late and, and being open on Saturdays. I know nobody wants to be open on Saturdays, but I mean, you will get so many patients if you would just stay, open your doors till eight o'clock at night. And you don't have to do it every night, but I'm just telling you, you will get so many new patients. There will be a line wrapped around your block of your building for people that want to come in after 6 p.m. And all those people that come in after 6 p.m., they've got family members that don't need that kind of schedule. They can come during the day. They're, you're going to get more new patients from being open late. So but I, I see the same thing, and I don't know if it's like this with your clients too, Justin, is that people don't want to do that. People don't want the team to, the team doesn't want to do it. And this is a step they just don't want to take. But man, I think there is no easier way to differentiate yourself marketability wise than staying open late. It's, it's just such a low hanging fruit. If you really want to see new patients, if you want them bad enough, you will stay open just a few more hours each week. So. Those are my three. You know, I, I, I don't have anything else to push. I like, I can't talk about Facebook. We do Facebook marketing, but. We definitely don't have a very strong social media presence because we just, I guess we don't care. <laughs> I don't know why. I got to talk to the person involved, but 
Just like you guys, I have a, I have a team as well, and I'm going to find out why, why we're not posting to Facebook anymore. We used to do it. Absolutely. I think I think uh, we've touched on all the lowest hanging fruit. Appreciate you bringing up Google reviews. That's a big one, right? That's always something you want to be driving. And the only other thing that comes to mind, Paul, and I know you guys do this as well, but is we talked about external, but we didn't really touch on the internal aspect and getting people to come to your practice. You, you started to, like, for example, you talked about keeping a clean place. If you're not proud enough of the place, you may need to... Put right. some lipstick on that. That's where it starts, right? right? Like your reputation starts from the second they pick up the phone, show up, et cetera. And so if you're treating patients like gold and you're giving patients what they, what they came there for and what they asked for, and you do little things like calls to see how they're doing after they've received local or, or some larger procedure. Yeah. Follow-up calls. So easy. Follow-up calls, right? So easy to do. So easy to do. And follow-up calls go such a long way. Like Few people do them. The fact that you got it, most of the time you get voicemail anyway, they hear it, don't even call you back. They just were like, wow, this guy called and they come back. Things like uh, remembering the birthdays of patients or taking the time to to get to know your patients uh, genuinely. All those things are you, that's your brand, right? Like your patients are going to go tell people about you when they have positive experiences. So that to me is your your number one method. Everyone that comes in through the front door should be treated like gold so that they leave there and they want to go tell other folks to show up. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just nailing down that patient experience. I had a client that said they tried doing the automated fight, like the, the reputation manager, the automated, hey, leave our practice review. And they had to shut it off because they were getting so many bad reviews. And the problem in that person's eyes was, you can't use this stuff. It, it just sends it to everybody and it gives it makes it so easy for everyone to leave you a bad review. Whereas I'm saying, hey, the problem might not be the review software. It might be the patient experience that you're providing. So that internal point and, you know, go ahead. I can see you want to say something. We rarely, if ever, received negative feedback. Rarely, if ever, dude. But it's, it's just like everything, man. It's like you identify what is the problem, what is going on, what, what are we really dealing with? And that's what we do as owners. We identify problems, we find solutions, we implement solutions, we hold people accountable. That's it in a nutshell. So it's like... Take a peek at that. This stuff's important. You know, you can't just let it go and be completely passive on it. You got to be a little bit involved, but not that you uh, have to be do everything. You don't want to do it all because we can't. That makes us the bottleneck. But all right, we're coming up at time again. Hey, check out www.dentalbusinessmentor.com. We're one hundred seventy nine dollars a month. No contract. You could try it for a month if that's all you want to do. But if you want to do all the systems me and Justin have in our practices, check that out. It is no obligation. And you can cancel at any time and send us your questions at info at dentalbusinessmentor.com.